Today, we're going to go on a bit of an adventure and talk about what Mount Everest can teach you about your retirement plan. I have high hopes for this episode. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Thank you for joining us, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for listening in to this week's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. And today we're going to talk about what Mount Everest can teach you about your retirement plan. So we're going to go on a bit of a retirement journey, if you'll forgive the analogy. And uh, we've got a great show we're going to talk about. I'm excited. We recently, uh, last week, did a conversion, Roth conversion webinar that uh, a number of you listened into. And if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to that, uh, check out our uh, social media or uh, Facebook, and you can find a link out there. Contact us if you'd like to uh, learn more about that. But we had a lot of people interested with proposed tax hikes. Uh, literally, as I was coming up to, to the studio here today, uh, they're talking on the news about some potential tax hikes, hikes coming down the road. So some opportunities there to, to control what you can control over time and reducing taxes. Uh, also was on the road here about a week ago and uh, at a uh, event in Kansas City for the annual Gradient Summit. So Gradient is the firm that supports us as an independent financial planning firm, advisory firm. And they had a, a lot of great speakers to talk about the economy and taxes and a lot of different things to help our clients out. So we're very excited about that, but also even more excited to say hello to Mr. Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony? Wow. What an introduction. I mean, mm. that is just <laughs> uh, amazing. <laughs> and uh, I heard you mention a Roth IRA. Mom, that's for my Roth IRA. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing great, honestly, Jeff. I've had a really good week and just uh, not as busy as you, the way it sounds. Wow, you've been all over the place. Uh, uh, big financial conferences, uh, updating what's going on. And, you know, I know you're looking at potential tax changes that might come about this year. Uh, there's a proposed tax plan and you've been looking into that on how it's going to affect your clients and our listeners out there. So uh, I'm really excited for this episode, though. Um, uh, you said what Mount Everest can teach us about our retirement plan. And uh, in the uh, in the cold open there, I said I have high hopes for the show. <laughs> so uh, we'll see if we deliver. <laughs> there's there's that. So, uh, but I've been good. How about you? What's going on with you? Yeah, that's, we're just staying busy, busy time of year as always and excited. The, the weather's starting to improve a little bit, but, um, yeah, just a lot going on and, uh, yeah, busy week. And we've, you know, today's show is very much on my mind right now. I've had a number of conversations here recently with folks that 
made me want to have this conversation here today because we've talked a lot about risk in previous shows, but I wanted to revisit it. Uh, met with a number of people recently that are at or near retirement, and they're trying to determine what they're going to do with their assets going forward. And what I see from time to time, time to time, perhaps probably too often, is people understand the concept of not wanting to take too much risk. But sometimes when it comes time to adjusting their portfolio and scaling back that risk to get more in alignment with where they should be, they're sometimes hesitant to do that. And the fear is that they're going to miss out on that next you know, 20% of growth. And uh, I've done really well over the last five years or 10 years. And what I would suggest is for most people that are in retirement or close to retirement, their biggest risk to their retirement plan over time is not missing out on the next, you know, market surge, but the biggest risk is not uh, of experiencing a 20% decline or a 10% decline or anything significant like that. So we want to be aware of uh, where we're at in our retirement journey uh, using that analogy again and make sure you're making good decisions based on that. Sure. So the biggest risk isn't missing out on the 20% of growth, but rather experiencing the 20% decline. That's the bigger risk. And I think that's, uh, I'm glad you pointed that out. So what do people need to know about this? Yeah, well, how we help our clients navigate this challenge and where they want to be, they want to have reasonable growth and couple that with some downside protection is by using different strategies based on their retirement time horizon and how much they need to pull out of their assets over time. So the concern is if things go down significantly and then you turn around and start taking money out of those assets that have just declined in value, it's harder to to pull out of that and recoup that over time. So what we want to do is have a good spend down strategy, a, a comprehensive plan on how you're going to use your assets over time to make sure you can navigate through retirement successfully, regardless of what the market is doing. And kind of the opposite of this spend down strategy that we're talking about, a simple example would be what's called the target date fund, which we've, I think we even did a, a show last year just about target date funds and some things to be aware of with those. But a target date fund, the concept is if you pick a 2030 fund, for example, the idea is I'm going to start using my assets in 2030 for income. So as you get closer to that age, the mutual fund company or the ETF companies dials down the risk and moves in short out of equities into bonds to be more conservative. But the implication there is that you're going to use all of your assets starting at that point. And for most people, that's not the case. You're going to use your assets over different periods of time. So overall, your retirement plan should be in alignment with your risk tolerance, but also what you can sustain if the market was going to decline. So we're in a a challenging time right now. I talked about the taxes there a moment ago, but there's a lot of things right now. You know, one of the challenges that we face today is interest rates interest rates are so low right now. They're at historical lows and they did creep up a little bit earlier this year. So it's a challenge. It's kind of lurking in the shadows that could strike at any point as interest rates could continue to increase. Well, why is that a concern? Well, if we look at the standard asset classes we have, we have equities, we have bonds, we have cash. Well, in a low interest rate environment, the bonds and cash, which are the more conservative things, they don't generate as much returns as they do in a higher interest rate environment. Uh, I remember I met with a client recently a month or two ago, and they said the first mortgage we had was 14.5%. And I was like, wow, that's just it's jaw dropping. But they said, 
but our savings account was paying 14 and a half percent at the time. So, um, we're in a different period. So interest rates are going to come back up over time, but right now with interest rates being low, equities have to be relied upon more to generate more of the growth, but also the income needs within the portfolio. But if we have a situation where our interest rates remain low or they increase and the market declines, what do you do about that? So that's a big concern a lot of people have right now and people that that manage assets for living is we're in a low interest rate environment. Things are going to increase over time. The darn market keeps continuing to grow and grow. So what do you do to be able to to position things properly? Yeah. And um, I just experienced this yesterday. I met with someone and the, this continual market growth we've had, it can often lull you into a sense of complacency. Why should I do anything different when I look at my 10 year returns you just showed me, Jeff, and I'm, I'm up 12% a year for the last 10 years. I don't want to pull out of that. Well, if you walk back to 2010, the year 2010, 24% of people delayed their retirement by at least one year. And the reason that occurred is the market dropped significantly in 2008 and 2009 after being on a run for so long. And they had to, they didn't, they weren't positioned to have that spend down strategy that we were talking about. And the couple I met with yesterday, they literally in the same sentence said something along the lines of, I don't want to miss out on the growth, but I don't want to lose money. So we want to be, be mindful of that. So, so what do we do then? I mean, what's the solution here? What we want to do is have strategies that are going to do better in some market environments and interest rate environments and some strategies that are going to do better in others. So you have options to turn to. If you need to take money out, you can pivot to the one that makes the most sense in a given period of time. And overall, those have to be blended together, if you will, in a manner that's going to help you to successfully navigate your retirement. So if you think of your different investment tools as ingredients are sitting there in the kitchen and, and an ingredient might be something that you like or something that you don't like, and you're going to keep it on the, the shelf, but it doesn't mean that's a good or a bad thing by itself. Well, what we want to do is look at the recipe, if you will, we're trying to build and use the right ingredients, and the right amounts based on what you need, but also what you like, what you're comfortable with. So what you need might be less risk. I um, literally just walked out of another uh, meeting with someone that I met with for the first time. They're on the other end of the scale. They're, they're not taking enough risk. They're going to run the risk of going broke safely over time. We want to take a little bit more risk. So um, the, that's kind of the concept of what we want to try to accomplish. Well, what are some of these ingredients that you're referring to? Yeah, to keep it simple and without getting into, you know, mutual funds, stocks, bonds, annuities, and ETFs and all those things, again, simplifying it, you have stocks or equities, you have bonds, you have cash. So our cash ingredient, its main purpose is safety and liquidity, but it's not generating returns, but it has its place. So we want typically three to six months of expenses in, in cash. Our bond ingredient, again, if interest rates increase, our bonds generally are going to go down in value. So picture drawing your piece of paper, you've come down the hill, you hit the bottom, you're about to come back up the hill. That bottom point is pretty much where we're at with interest rates. So depending on the type of bond that you own, that decrease in value that will occur as interest rates increase might be a little or it might be a lot. So if you're using bonds in your recipe, you wanna understand the type of bonds that you own, 
or you should own today based on the fact that we're in a low interest rate environment. And what's interesting last year, uh, there, even within bonds, there are different types. There's some that are more conservative and for, more aggressive. So we had some bonds that experienced some significant declines last year initially when the coronavirus hit because they behaved more like equities. So you think of higher uh, financial risk firms that are lending money to the public, they have to pay, pay a higher interest rate than a 3M that's been around for a long time and is a pretty stable company. Well, those, those bonds, for the most part, rebounded over time and over the past year. But again, we have the higher interest rates that are going to occur at some point down the road. Excuse well, me. so bond, the bond market, I just have to add, yeah, it's been terrible, but you're right. Things change and we might be looking at interest rates increasing, right? Yes, exactly. So we want to be aware of that and prepare against that. So part of what we do in our complimentary second opinion process where we meet with folks is we'll show you here the bonds that you have today. How are they going to behave if interest rates do increase in the future? Our second big ingredient is equities or stocks. So we've had a pullback in the market the last few days, but overall the market is quote unquote high. And we want to be mindful of using equities to generate returns. And that's become even more important in a low interest rate environment, as we talked about earlier. Um, but also be aware of the risk of using equities and that they can decline in value. So generally equities, stocks, uh, mutual funds, things that are buying stocks, can have wider ranges of return than bonds and bonds generally won't uh, vary as much in, in value depending on the type of bond. But to navigate all this, you need to have a good plan that takes into account not only your risk tolerance, but also your plan's risk tolerance and how much you need in income. And are you going to be able to weather things if the market does decline significantly? So we also want you to understand the investments you have today and whether or not those are in alignment with what you need to do going forward. Well, and that's key. And I, I think that, you know, a lot of these things, uh, people, you know, their eyes roll back in their heads when you start getting into uh, equities and, you know, all the different elements that come into play in an overall financial strategy or retirement strategy. But it is so important. And that is why you need to work with a financial services professional like yourself, correct? Exactly. Yeah. We can look at the, the, the big picture and all the ingredients that are options for you in your retirement journey and make sure that you're making some good decisions and you have yeah. all the facts that you need. Exactly. So what's next? Well, this is where our color money risk analysis comes into play. And one of the first ah, yes. steps in, in our planning process, and we've talked about this a number of times on the show previously, if you've listened to our, our show is that all of our clients go through this process in completing that color money risk analysis. So if you go out to our website, it's financialpaladin.com and there's a link at the top for the color money risk analysis. And there's 11 questions on there. That's going to give you your personal risk score. And we want to then compare that and evaluate your assets to make sure those are in alignment with your risk tolerance, but also what you need to do to make sure you have enough in retirement. Again, we want to be mindful where the market's at, where it's been, and position your plan so that you have options that will cover your needs in both an up and a down market. So going back to the the title of our show and why are we talking about Mount Everest here? Well, if we <laughs> draw an analogy between planning for your retirement and climbing Mount Everest, I think we'll see some important things. 
what's interesting is if you look at one of the most famous mountains in the world, Mount Everest, more people die on the way down than they do on the way up. And if you think about it, as you start off your career and you start saving money and you're building your assets, you're, you're climbing up the mountain and you get to the top and you're looking at retirement, you're at the peak and it's a great time. There's a lot of excitement, new possibilities. You can sleep in and all these fun things, but now you're going to begin stepping down the mountain. Well, that's a very different experience than climbing up the mountain. There's different challenges. If you're 25 years old and you're putting money in your 401k at work and the market's down 30%, it, it's not an issue. Okay. It's not going to impact you tomorrow. Um, so those are some things we want to look at as sure. you prepare for your retirement. Sure. But why do more people die on the way down? Uh, part of it's they're they're simply exhausted. I just climbed Mount Everest. You know, give me a break. I'm gonna fall. I'm gonna fall over here. True. I'm tired just thinking about it. <laughs> I I would be the one that might die on the way up though. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they've they've climbed to the top. They're worn out. But now they have to begin the process of climbing down the mountain. And a lot of times people didn't plan ahead properly, and they don't have enough food and other resources, and they're worn out to get them through that climb down. Well, we don't want that same thing to happen for you in your retirement is you're not 25, you're not 45. If you're at or near retirement, it's a different ball game. You need to make some adjustments as you, as you move forward. So that's all part of what we can do to help you out. Um, how we do that is putting together a comprehensive retirement income plan, a spend down strategy. We'll get taxes. We want to do a lot of things to help you to navigate through retirement. We cannot control the market. We can't predict it. No one can, but we can do is have a, a reasonable plan for you that helps to reduce the risks that you face in retirement. So we want to look at your risk tolerance, your plan and what it can sustain. What about taxes and inflation and all these things that we've talked about? We can help you guide, guide you through all of that. Be your financial Sherpa, if you will, along the way as you, as you navigate climbing your Mount Everest. Well, that sounds great. And what a great show today, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Jeff, before we have to go? Yeah, please check out our website, financialpaladin.com. If you're interested in coming in for complimentary second opinion, uh, we do that through Zoom or, or in our office. You can reach us at 651-842-8406. Again, 651-842-8406. And if you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast. Keep listening and uh, let us know what you think about the show. All right. Well, that sounds good, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.